This week's essay is featured in our book, This I Believe on Fatherhood, which, I might add, would make a terrific last-minute Father's Day gift if you haven't quite gotten around to getting a gift for your dad or your husband or perhaps your adult son. You'll find it, along with other Father's Day gift ideas, on our website at thisibelieve.org slash store. Now here's this week's essay. I believe in making my father proud. I believe in my father's words. I believe in the blessing of work. Over the years, as I grew into the title of dad, I began to learn something about myself. I'm a better father, more empathetic, and have different priorities. I now believe that becoming a parent is a gift you make to the universe, and that the universe makes to you. This I believe. From the shore, the sea is a picture of eternity, boundless vistas in perpetual motion. For centuries, poets and theologians have used the ocean as a metaphor of eternal life. This, I believe, essayist Ron Woolley differs with his parents on the subject of religion, but when the issue of an afterlife became immediate, they found a shared understanding of an unending existence in the vast power of the ocean. I believe that making a stack of rocks by the sea keeps my father's memory alive. Twenty-odd years ago, when I warned my Catholic parents that I was an atheist, my father was particularly concerned. He told me that it was important to believe in something. Although I didn't fully understand it at the time, he was a man who had faced down more than his share of demons, and he spoke with the wisdom of experience. As a typically defiant adolescent, I refused to accept my father's advice, which I perceived as more of a mandate, but I thought about it a lot over the years. My mother, my brothers, and I were at my father's hospital bedside when he died three years ago. To see a man who had once been a champion diver and a man of action suffer paralysis and death over three days was predictably horrible. But as the heart monitor went flat, my father's face took on a majestic aspect like the death mask of Agamemnon. What we did after my father died was illegal. Nonetheless, it was the right thing to do. His ashes were released in the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of southern Florida where he swam and walked regularly. My mother scooped his ashes out of a small wooden box with a white seashell found on the beach. Spontaneously, my brothers and I jumped into the water. It might have seemed like some sort of New Age ritual, but we were in the midst of a straight-laced Florida retirement community. Some time ago, I heard a piece on the radio about the air that Julius Caesar breathed. Apparently, there's a 98.2% chance that the air that I just inhaled contained one of the molecules in Caesar's last breath. Although I was neither sure of the math behind it, nor particularly excited about the prospect of sharing Caesar's breath, I couldn't shake the concept. Like my father's advice from years before, I didn't really understand it, but I reflected on it a lot. Today, I live in New England across the street from the Atlantic Ocean, and I try to swim in the salt water every chance I get. Swimming has always brought me a tremendous amount of joy, but since my father's death, the joy has become transcendent. Now, when my face first splashes under the water, I am immediately reminded of two things, Caesar's last breath and my father's ashes. My math may be fudged, but if Caesar's breaths can get around, I figure my father's ashes can make it from South Florida to Massachusetts Bay. And as I move through the water, I believe that my father is there in some way. Each time I trudge out of the water onto the rocky shore, I kneel down and stack some flat stones atop one another. Sometimes it's just three teetering stones that probably get knocked over before I even get home. Other times it's an elaborate piece of architecture that survives a few high tides. My father doesn't have a gravestone, because he doesn't have a grave. He has a pile of rocks on the shore because he taught me how to swim and how to believe in something. 
Ron Woolley is a high school teacher in Massachusetts. His essay was produced by Dan Gediman and John Gregory for This I Believe, Inc. and appears in the new book, This I Believe on Fatherhood. Next week, a single father's adventures in ordinary life. If you'd like to write an essay about the core belief that guides your life and submit it to our series, go to the website thisibelieve.org. This, I believe, on The Bob Edwards Show is produced by Jeffrey Reddick for SiriusXM Satellite Radio. And as mentioned before, today's essay from high school teacher Ron Woolley is available in our book, This, I Believe, on Fatherhood, which you can order on our website, thisibelieve.org, as a great Father's Day gift. I'm Dan Gediman. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.